happened for myself and my family. There's no way that this is real, man. It can't be. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Modify Your Life Podcast, where I am your host, Anthony Lopez, also known as Heavy to Modified. And today I have with me Big John John, aka Big John, the man with the master plan, <laughs> aka my daughter. AKA failure to lessons are lessons to failure. I think. Or a failure to launch. Or <laughs> <laughs> my Apollo steed, Mr. I'm going to make it, even if I don't make it. I'm going to still make it. No money in my bank account, but I'm going to fake it. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me today. What up, big dog? What up? How we doing? How you doing? Good. Why are you so close to me? You're close to me. No, I'm always. This is my here. podcast. You're close to me. I'm always sitting here. Man, always trying to steal the limelight, bro. <laughs> let people the first time listening know who who Big John is. So I am Jonathan. That's my full name. Enriquez, AJ's trainer. Also my boy, best friend, brother, all that good stuff. Call me best um, friend. I haven't. I don't know about that one. No, know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's definitely know. my best friend now. He's stuck now. Well, we're stuck. We're stuck. My daughter. I might be back. Literally. <laughs> I didn't just get right into it, huh? Um, <clears throat> but, um, damn, I think that's kind of it. I mean, what else would I say? That's it, man. I don't know. Yeah. Who's Big John? Who's Big John? Is that, he's a personal trainer. I'm a personal daughter. trainer at the moment. He's yeah. been on here plenty of times before. And my, uh, my clients know exactly who you are. But, you know, I wanted to take this opportunity to shoot this podcast with you because, you know, you're in the middle of growth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you're in the middle of what I talk to my clients about, right? And I think by sharing the story, what you choose to share, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be very, very helpful and impactful because a lot of people feel that like they're, you know, they're by themselves in a situation. They look at someone like you that's fit and has blue hair and, you know, they think they got their stuff together, right? And everything's easy <laughs> and perfect and then you got abs and stuff like that. You just got on the scale, bro. You're what, 208? 203. 203? That scale's like five pounds Low what it should be, so you're like 209. Nah, right? 209. No Stepped on the stage at 180. Five. Five? Or three. Stepped on the stage at 265 now. That's gen- you could do a transformation. <laughs> hey, if you gain if you gain another 38 more pounds, you could do a transformation class. Oh, I have to lose 50, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I you could do it. I could do it. <laughs> We're gonna put you on a transformation stage, man. You'll be on there with me in next year or two years. I don't know when I'm gonna two do years it. For now. Yeah, fuck it. I'll get on my six hundred pound journey. Hey, I know a thing or two <laughs> about a thing or two on how to gain 600 plus pounds. I'm ready. Then I'll put you on my program. We'll okay. work. Yeah, we'll work together. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, man. So, yeah, no, I think it'd be really cool to share the story because, you know, you, you know, why don't you share your story? Why don't you share like your from story the, of from, from, the from the jump? not from beginning? when you came out your mom's womb, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like from, you know, from when you got to, to Vegas, Vegas, you know what I mean? Okay. Like two weeks before you got to Vegas until what happened now. Um, so pretty much I moved up here. AJ didn't know. I moved up here with $800 to my name. I was expected to have a couple thousand saved, which I was. Um, but you know, I just wasted all my money and spent it all. And I just took a, I just said, F it. I already gave up my apartment. I gave up everything and I got nowhere to go back to. So I came up here with $800. And when I got here, we went to Walmart Spent maybe three to four hundred dollars there on the first day, and I was down to like three hundred dollars to my name. I had to figure out how to pay uh, the rent for the new gym that I was at. I was 
I had to figure out how am I going to pay my phone bill. I had to figure out how I was going to pay um, for my food because we just started a bodybuilding show. And I highly recommend if you are making a move like this, do not start a bodybuilding <laughs> show because it is very expensive. First lesson. Um, first lesson. But no bodybuilding show. Done. Yeah, no bodybuilding shows. Yeah, it's expensive. If you are if you are broke, don't do it. Honestly. <laughs> or if you're about to move to Vegas, let's not spend thirty eight hundred dollars before you move to Vegas. That could be also a, a tip we could give you guys. Yeah, don't don't spend all your money. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. Are right, you up here? You're in Vegas, right? So, you're living in my in my pad, mm-hmm. right? On the, on the on your living room with the blow up mattress. My feet were hanging off that thing, um, and I was stressing, but. I knew I was going to make it out here. I was going to be fine, but they didn't know how I was going to do it. All I knew was I can control what I can control, which was getting up early, go do cardio at three, four in the morning sometimes. And AJ would get on me. He's like, hey, you got to start talking on the on, on my phone, get in front of the screen, let people know what you're doing. And I felt very uncomfortable doing that. Um, it was just it was just uncomfortable, but I had to do it. I had no other choice. I had to make it out here. So I just did it. Got up early. Like I said, did the cardio, talked about it. It was like 30 degrees at 3, 4 in the morning. And the funny thing was people were watching, you know. People were like, Uh-oh. people were, they, they said they were excited to see my post when they woke up on my stories. To see me early in the morning. Uh, I started doing my drinks, started, I was just posting content every day. And then when I wouldn't, AJ would still get on me. He's like, hey, where's your phone? Why aren't where's you recording? You? Yeah. Fuck, like I do this all day. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, I just rather just train. I don't want to be in front of it. And he's like, it's gonna pay off. Just keep doing it. And sure enough, three months of work, it paid off. On the third month, I was expecting fast results. I wanted results yesterday, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't work that way. So by the time I got to my third month, I had clients. I had two online clients. I had three in-person clients. I was able to pay my rent at the gym able to pay my bills be able to buy my food still like barely just just making it but i was able to pay everything i needed to pay and i was able to get an apartment within my three months thinking once i got it i thought i made it i was like yo this is it all the hard work that i've done i don't got to do no more because i was thinking this was like for some reason three months, that was it three months of work three months of work three yeah. months when his back was back against the wall he was grinding out right and that's what we do that's what we do right we get into like this habit of working hard with so how i like to look at it like this man and i broke this down to you plenty of times before you know is that it's like that friend who is going through something in their life right now and they come to you and say you're a very big you know you're a christian right whatever your religion is and they come to you because they're stressed out their backs up against the wall they're losing their family losing their job they're losing they have no money whatever it might be right you're like, yo, just come with me to church. You know, put it on God's hands. Come with me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with you, Big John. I'm going to go. <clears throat> and they go with you. And they go consistently, right? They go consistently. And now they're telling you about Bible verses. And now they thank God so much for everything's going on in their life. And everything's kind of starts falling into place, right? Because they're working, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're, they're walking the path with their, with their beliefs. And they're working towards becoming better. And that's what starts happening, right? Because now their backs, now their backs are no longer against the wall. Right. When your back's no longer against the wall, now you feel like you could breathe. Mm-hmm. Now you feel like you're making you don't have like that rear naked choke on your neck now. Right. And then what do they start doing? What do we start doing as humans? Once we start getting our way, once we start, you know, getting our back up against the wall, once that, you know, real naked choke is off of our throat. I don't know what I've been rhyming all day. <laughs> right. But once that starts happening, though, is that what do they do? 
get comfortable. And they stop going to church. They stop praying. They stop doing the things that they were doing that's allowed them to get out of that hole that they were begging and crying and asking for someone to help and get them out of, right? They stopped doing the things that got them out of that situation, right? Because they got comfortable, right? And to me, comfortable <laughs> is just another word for lazy. Yes. Because any time that you've been comfortable is any as a time that you've been getting lazy, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, talk about that. Like, when you were getting comfortable and you had your apartment, you're feeling on cloud nine, I see you make your content, you know, shirtless mm -hmm. in your booty shorts, right? Getting your hair dyed. All that stuff, like what was going through your mind? Like, did you think like you didn't have to work anymore? Or did you think now that life was going to be easy because you worked for three months? I thought it was going to be easier um, mm -hmm. because I already put in the work and I thought everything was just going to come in now. Clients yeah. were just going to reach out to me. Uh, online was going to reach out to me and I was just going to grow. I didn't like I felt like I didn't have to do that work anymore. You were set. I was set. You did the work for three months of someone had to do for 50 years in order to feel like they made something, right? Mm -hmm. And say, I'm like, I'm not bashing you. you know I mean, like, this mm -hmm. is just talk. We've all done it before. Yeah. Right. Like, I told you, like, you came in this friendship where you got to see a little highlight of me getting a little taste of my hard work, right? But I haven't stopped working. Yeah. Right. That's one thing I always share with you. And the reason why I think getting on the podcast and us having this conversation is because of that, man. It's like, you're, you're, you are turning a failure into a lesson. Right. It's what we talk mm -hmm. about a lot because failing is part of life. Yeah. Right. In order to be successful, you need to experience failure. I don't think there's anyone in the, in the world that is successful that hasn't experienced failure, hasn't experienced heartbreak, heartache, uh, some type of disappointment. Right. Like we have to go through that. Like we are, like I said, the last podcast, you're not special. So you can't skip the hard work. of the, You can't skip the hard work. Yeah. You can't skip the process. Nope. Right. And so like, OK, now what's going on? Right. Like fast forward, you're in your apartment. <clears throat> what did you like? What habits did you start losing that allowed you to start going back into that old, comfortable Big John? I stopped doing um, cardio. And, okay. uh, so, so pretty much my first month was April, April mm -hmm. 1st. I did cardio one time that month. I was and, and at that time. So January, February, March, it was 30, 40 degrees in the morning. By April, it was 50, 60. So it wasn't even that cold. And I wouldn't get up. I would just sleep in. I was like, I'm fine. Like, why do I need to do cardio that early? I'll do it later on in the night or I do it during the day. So my schedule with cardio wasn't tardy. all over the place. Um, I would prep my meals. I would do that because I had to for the show. But I just, there was no urgency to do anything. I wasn't moving with purpose. I was just like, okay, I got my apartment. I got clients. So I'm going to just get up, go train, go work out, go back home, and then just. just That's chill. chill. Just everything, and then things are going to start falling yeah. into place. You know, it's so funny. I'm not sure if I even showed you, share, share this story with you. Um, so I went up to, um, where's that first format? In uh, Missouri. Went to Missouri to go watch Andy and Ed Millette and David Goggins. And it was being there. It was going to be there. And so <clears throat> during that time, remember I told you, like, I needed to go do something by myself. Like, I needed to get out by myself. Like, because I felt like I was just, I was starting to get comfortable. Mm -hmm. Right? I, I was starting to forget the, how the hard work it took me to get to have the clients I have and the transformation I have and how much I had to pour into these people, but also had to pour into myself and keep myself accountable going. Right? So I really needed this trip, but not with Francine, not with you, just by myself. Right? And I had to stay with Micah. Shout out my boy Micah. Um, I know he listened to the podcast. Uh, and so end up there going there and we're running a little bit late to the show when we were walking in. And as like I said, this is the time where I started to get comfortable, started to get lazy. Right? And I'll never forget it. I literally walked in right when David Goggins started talking. And he said, you know, it's a lot harder to wake up in silk sheets. And I was like, damn. I looked at my boy Michael. I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be here. 
right? Because like that's what I'm going through right now. Like I'm waking up in a luxury apartment. I'm waking up with followers, with you know, with with my story and where I'm at in my journey, about to do a bodybuilding show, all these different things. And I started forgetting the reason why I was here, right? And over time, if you forget the reason why you're here, if you forget the reason that you know the reason why you're in the predicament that you're in, because all the hard work you put in, then you'll lose it. Right. Because it's one of those things. It's like it's like it's like you're it's like in business and in life and in health and in just trying to be a good person. It's like a continuous hill they're driving up. It's never flat. It's always a hill. Right. And you're, you're going, you're going, you're going. You made it. Maybe you can make it miles. You can make it however far you made it. But as soon as you put your foot off that gas just a little bit, right you're going to start going back slower and slower and slower. And then if you keep letting go long enough, you'll be back to where you started mm-hmm. or maybe worse off further than where you started. Right. And it's one of those things where it's like it's always an upgoing battle. And that's why when we have those conversations, I'm like, bro, you can't just post half, you know, you can't just do good 50% of the time because 50% of the time you're going to fail, mm-hmm. right? Because no one could ever pass a grade or pass a test at 50%, right? That's a D minus, isn't that? That's, or it's an F, actually. An F, yeah. It's an F, right? Yeah. It's, the, it's what I got in high school. I know. I know what Fs look like. <laughs> We're fabulous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, that's why, like, I was always on you so much is because I knew – that it was that you weren't done, yeah. right? I, I know you're far from being done. You're three years younger than me, four years younger than me. Like, you're far from being done, right? Mm-hmm. In order to get to where I'm at at my age, you need to work hard yeah. and then work harder because I want you to be in a better position than I'm at at the age, at the age that I'm at, right? And only for you to do that is you have to start now because you, you're, you're actually a year later than when I started working on myself mm-hmm. now. But when we first met, you were, you were two years younger, yeah. right? So it's like, it's a continuous battle. And I think by sharing this stuff, I think it brings more of a light than now I'm just sharing my story and how I got to keep working hard, mm-hmm. right? Because now you're someone that, I don't know, do you consider yourself someone that's made it? Do you consider yourself someone that's making it? Or what do you, where do you see, where do you put yourself in, in the category of, um, you know, um, your growth? I feel on my growth that I'm on my way to making it. So going through this year and then seeing, because I, I, when we had our conversation a couple of days ago, you're telling me all the hard work, the things that you let me use, like that was, you know, all paid for is the iPad. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Go ahead. Um, with the iPad, uh, with the, the the microphone, like all that was bought, like right. That was hard work. That that required 15 clients. Yeah, when I broke it down that way, yeah, it really brought it, it really made like, sense, right? Because Frankie even said the same thing to me. Um, and what he's talking about is that, you know, like, if I have something and I'm not using it, I'm going, if my boy needs it and they're going to, and they're going to need it to be successful and they're really working, I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to let you, I'm oh, sorry, take it back. I'm going to let you use it. I'm going to let you, hold on, hold on, my bad. He's like, I remember on the podcast, you said I could have it all. You know what I mean? But no, if I'm not, if I'm not going to use it, then, and it's going to bring value to you and you're going to be able to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. I would not be a true friend if I, I can't give you something that I'm not using that's going to help you succeed. Right. Whether it be knowledge, it doesn't only have to be materialistic. It could be knowledge. It could be a sharing a situation. It could be bringing you with me to do my taxes to show you how much I messed up over there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. certain things like that. And so what he's talking about is that, you know, I have an iPad that I didn't really use, honestly, anymore. Once I got my laptop and my computer built uh, and I have a mic a mic because I bought the DJI microphones that everyone uses, the one I make to use my content. Well, one of them ended up going bad. And I was going to buy another one and replace it with that one. But I felt like an asshole. So I didn't do it. So I just kept both of them. And they're $300 microphones. They're like 360 actually now. They're not mm-hmm. cheap. But I had two of them and I didn't need two of them. But at the time, I don't need to. So I let them borrow the iPad and I let them borrow the, my, the microphone and stuff like that. And I was kind of talking to him about this whole situation that he's going to get into a little bit if whatever he chooses to share. 
And I was like, you know, man, I was like, you gotta understand it like that. Like, I know we're homies and I know you see everything that I have and how hard I work, but nothing that I have is free, right? Me to give you that iPad, that's 15 clients I had to help a month for the month in order to get that iPad. Cause I was brand new when I got it. I've only had it for like two months before I gave, before I let you use it. Right. Those, yeah. that, those air, those, uh, those DJI microphone set, that's two clients that I had to work with for a whole month. That's 20 minute zoom calls. That's programming. That's conversation. That's text messages. That's phone calls, whatever it is I had to do that month for them. Right. And when you break it down like that, it kind of like it, you and Francine both look really shocked the way how I, how I look at things. Right. And I don't think that I'm special in how I look at things. I just think that all of us should look at things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this podcast equipment, this took months of working to get, mm-hmm. right? It was a, and it's a blessing that I have the money to do it. Like this took a list of this podcast setup is running me around 15 K make no money off of it. But guess what? I had the money. It was sitting there. I wasn't doing anything with it. And I'd rather use it to bring value right now. I'm not saying I'm Mr. Perfect and oh my gosh, he's heaven sent. No, I'm just saying that I know what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think that sometimes is that when people do that and understand that they're, they're willing to help someone in a struggle Sometimes, including myself, I've done this before, they kind of don't respect it enough because they didn't know the hard work it took. You didn't see me work mm-hmm. a whole month to get that iPad. You didn't see me work for two clients for the month to get those you know, headsets. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything against you. I'm saying we all do it, right? I do the same thing. I have a story that I shared before about a gas remote control car. My grandpa bought me one when I was like 13 years old or whatever. And they were expensive at the time. Well, they're still expensive now, but at that time, 500 bucks was really expensive. And he bought me an RC car, and every single weekend, man, I would have to freaking take it to the take it to the hobby shop because I would never respect it, right? Blew a motor, crash it all the time, wouldn't clean it when I put it away. So then after a while, I was sitting, then I had to go get another thing because something got messed up, whatever it is. All the time I was in the hobby shop, bro, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then fast forward me being older, when I was 26, 27, when I got back into racing RC cars, you see my cars, yeah, they look pristine, right? Yeah, yeah. They look like they're brand new. Right? Why? Because I know how much it took for me to spend twenty five hundred dollars on two RC cars. 25. I know, yeah, that was expensive Damn. hobby, man. RC car people <laughs> out there do drive RC cars. They know that's not cheap. Yeah. Well, you see when yeah, we did tacos. Like, honestly, I didn't even think it was that expensive. I'm like, oh, these little cars. Are yeah, yeah, these little cars, <laughs> and they don't come put together. These things you gotta build them, you know. <laughs> but you seen when we did tacos yeah. with each other, man? Like, you know, because that's another cool story. I think mm-hmm. we can even touch on too is that. You know, when you did tacos, I mean, these guys had freaking $200,000 freaking, not everyone, yeah. but there's a majority, a lot of people had some $200,000 freaking trailers. Imagine how much your cars cost. Trucks were their trucks were sick. Oh, man, man, they're crazy, yeah. man. They had money. They didn't even look like these people had money. <laughs> That's right. Can't judge a book by cover. I yeah, love honestly. the RC community, man. I thought that we, yeah, I miss that. I miss doing tacos. When we move back to Orange County, we do tacos. But you know, I mean, that, that's just like a story I have to share about that. It's yeah. like, we don't really pay attention to the value when we're not the ones working on it. Mm-hmm. Right? And now that you kind of, I brought it to light like that, hopefully you look at everything like that. Like hopefully now that you'll always look at something like that. Cause then when you do something for someone, you're going to want them to look at it like, damn, Big Don just didn't just give me his old iPhone. He gave me something he could have sold for $500. Yeah. He had to work. He paid a thousand for that thing. Mm-hmm. Like you get what I'm saying. And when you look at things like that, you start respecting a lot more. But the only way you could look at things like that is when you start to be the one that is the paying for the things. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's, so it's like you have to learn it before you could do it. But then when you learn it and then you start doing it, now you want to teach that to someone else too, mm-hmm. right? Because you and Francine both look pretty shocked about when I broke that down. I'm like, hey, that was 15 yeah, clients. Yeah, I just thought about, okay, is this much? Okay, I just need to make that much. All right, once I get the money, I'll just buy it. That was it. And then yeah. There was no like, okay, I need this many clients. I need to do this. I need to work this. So it just was, you know, let me just see. All right, I need to figure out how to make that money and I'll just figure it out. Yeah. yeah. 
and that's how I look how I look at things. You know, it's like I don't look at things as just the just for what it is. I look at it like how long did it take for me to get that? Like, damn, this person did this for me, or this person gave me this. That took them a long time. They had to work their ass off for that. And say if it had no type of financial value, right? Let's not forget. Let's not forget that you don't need to be financial to take a lot of time to do something. Because in order for someone to learn something, they have to invest their time into it. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't only have to be financial. It could also be something that someone invests their own time and they're willing to give me that knowledge. Right. That's what I do as an online coach. I've put myself through stuff for my entire life. But the last five or six years, I've been dedicated to becoming a best version of myself and succeeded somewhat. I'm not done yet. And that's why people pay for my time and my knowledge and my relatability because they've seen someone they, is doing what they want to do. Yeah. Same reason why I have my business coaches and my life coaches and my friends who I look up to in certain different aspects and I go to them for advice. You know what I mean? And so the same thing. So, like, what's your whole learning experience with, like, you know, kind of getting comfortable? Like, what are you going to do dif- different this time? Actually, you know what? We didn't even get into where you're at right now. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> like, we're, we're, so where's Big John at right now? If you want to, whatever you want to share, man, you don't have to share. Remember, you never have to share anything you don't want to share. We are yeah. boys, but you are not obligated because you're my boy to, to, mm-hmm. to let everything out. But you just share what you want to share. And then from there, we'll go and see. You know, throughout this whole year, um, I've been in my head a lot, too, mm-hmm. thinking... Or I felt like I had to prove a lot, mm-hmm. right? So I had to prove a lot of things to, uh, to people, making this move. I just, there just so much, I was in my head and no one really cared. No one, no one cared what everyone thought I was doing great out here. Like huh. every time I'd go back home to LA, visit, go train, everyone's like, oh, you're killing it. You're doing great. And then in my head, I'm like, fuck, if you guys only really knew <laughs> what was going back there, going on, um, and I, I wouldn't like pay attention to that. I wouldn't hear that. So every time someone would compliment me or say something good, I just shut it down automatically. Cause you know the real you. Yeah, I knew the well, real, what you were going through. Yeah, what I was going through. But I think learning from that, as we got the year ended, um, I started to appreciate or take those compliments and, and acknowledge I am doing the work. So when someone, when I went uh, recently back home, someone, uh, said, hey, I feel like I'm training with a celebrity trainer. And I was like, fuck, they said that to me? I was about to shoot it down. I was like, oh, no, not yet. I'm not there yet. But I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I am. Celebrity John. You know, I trainer. am. Like, I'm working my way there. You yeah. Know, whether I am or not, well, but someone sees me that way, I'm going to say yes. There's always someone that looks up to you. Yeah. That's that's the cool thing about it. Like, you know what I mean? Even though it's cool that you're being honest, like, people, it, it just shows what social media is. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, social media—it just shows what social media is. It's a freaking highlight reel. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's a literally reel. a highlight reel. Because right? I, I look at my social media, I'm like, oh shit, I do look like I'm killing you right now. Damn, I'm doing great. <laughs> Fuck. And then, but again, like I was in my head a lot. So mm-hmm. if I really were to look at my social media and actually act the way it looked like, probably would have been doing a lot better instead of just constantly thinking I'm not good, I'm not good, I'm not doing enough. I don't, you know. I see. I was also like. I came into your life when, because you talk about you and Frankie doing tacos, um, you guys during COVID and all that stuff, making um, your food to make ends meet, packing the car in the little in the little car. Like I the didn't, Jeep. I wasn't there for that. I was there yeah. after, for the truck, yeah, and the, the, and truck. the what, and the trailer and the truck. Yeah, you had most of them. Yeah, you had, yeah, you, yeah. You had all your stuff. You just came back from the Steve Harvey show. Uh, you just did Andy Frisella's podcast. Yeah. So I saw you like once you're like already starting to take off, right? Yeah. You didn't have all this yet, but I saw what your hard work allowed uh-huh. you. And then to me coming into it 
and moving here, I was like, okay, so I need to work like this and I should be getting this already. Yeah. But I didn't realize all those years <laughs> brought that. So yeah, I'm yeah. thinking, okay. You, you're seeing, thinking the months brought yeah, that, but saw, you're not seeing the years. Yeah, the yeah. one year you started your online training, right? You were trying to figure it out. You're all like, oh shit, this is a Crazy. lot. And then you got it. And I'm like, okay, so if I start my online now, then in I should be, one year yeah, I'll be good. I'll be good. But yeah. no, that wasn't, that's not how it works. <laughs> AJ's built everything from those years before. I'm like, how does he talk like this? How does he think like this? How does he get all these analogies? Like, what the fuck? But it's all through his life. Bro, I got a great analogy years, for today. You know? I got a great and analogy. that's what I was like. Okay, I gotta stop comparing that. Like, he's putting the years right now. Wait, what'd you I'm say? In the work, I gotta stop comparing. Say it one more time. I gotta stop comparing. And that's someone that lived next. That li lived with me. That has full. It's my my best friend. He's grown to be my best friend. He's been with me for literally the last three years. Damn near. I think we probably in the last three years haven't seen each other a total of two weeks. Yeah. Right. And he's comparing himself, and he sees me work. So imagine someone out there who doesn't even see the hard work, who doesn't even see what has to be done to like how, and they compare themselves to that person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and I, that's why I knew this was going to be a good podcast because so many people are out there comparing themselves to someone they don't even know. And you're comparing yourself to someone that you do know, you see the hard work, but you still compare it. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's, that I knew this was going to be a good podcast. I mean, child living your lifestyle. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah, you are. Living your lifestyle. And, and you know, and I'm glad though, <laughs> and I'm glad that I got to do that. So something that, and, and a lot of it, I'm not gonna say a lot of it. Take the hold on. <laughs> Some of it is my fault, right? Because I want you to experience this stuff. Because the coolest thing that was done to me in my life was my uncle showing me the other side of business and the Mercedes and the Hummers and going out on the weekends and going to monster truck shows. What hard work brought for him, mm -hmm. right? I got to touch that lifestyle, even though it wasn't mine. It was my uncle's, yeah. right? Even though I didn't own the Crystal Factory, he owned it. So that's my family. I got, you know what I mean? And then when I grew up with, when I started working with Daniel uh, and I started learning from him, even though I didn't own premium, he brought me along and he put me at dinners with very, you know, famous people and very high value people. And even though I didn't own it, I was still there. So we became touchable. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when I hung out with Daniel, I see how he was no different than me, honestly. Then I'm like, oh, wait, I could do something like this. So that's what I always, that's what I want to do with you yeah. is I want to put you in those tables. And I want you to meet the people and I want you to, you know, meet, you know, freaking Andy Purcell or wherever I'm hanging out, big boy or whatever it is my, in the situation, because I want you to know that they're not far out of your reach. Yeah. Right. But it still doesn't take away that it takes hard work. Like I would never could replace my uncle because I didn't put in the work he did. I can't replace Daniel because I'm not I didn't put in the work for premium. Mm -hmm. But I am at a table around the right people. Now, what am I going to grow to be? Yeah. Right. Like, how do these people that I'm talking to get to where they're at? Like, I get to talk to big boy a lot. And I am sucking in the knowledge from him like a sponge. It still trips me out that we talk on the phone. But I'm never going to be big boy because I haven't put in the work he's put in yet. Yeah. You know, he has a year. I remember I've been looking at the guy since 2014 or 15 mm -hmm. since like on Facebook or something. I remember him too. You know what he's I mean? Out. Yeah. Oh, you out. see him on social media. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where it's like you can be in the rooms of those people. But, you know, right now you're the plus one. But just like mm -hmm. I told I on my first my first speaking event, I said that I used to come in the, into a situation being a plus one. You know, now I bring a plus one. Yeah. And that's just from hard work, man. And like, so I always want to bring you in those situations. And I always want to bring you around positive people and people that are making way more money than the both, both of us. Mm -hmm. But it's never to compare yourself to. It's just to figure out how they're doing, what they're doing, how they're doing it. So you could match that and maybe even double it or triple it. Yeah. Right? Because I don't want you to be more, as successful as me. I want you to be more successful than me at my age. Mm -hmm. Right? A real leader is going to want to grow someone to be better than them. Not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like yeah, so I'm happy we got you that, but I know probably probably yeah, probably had probably should have missed a couple snowboarding trips. I got in trouble for Frankie. She's like, if he comes back to live with us, then you are not going snowboarding with him every weekend. I was like, what about once a month? 
I was like, yeah, we'll uh, make it we work. We'll work, right? we'll work. <laughs> I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Uh, now I remember driving past the mountains. I'm like, damn, they're about to be filled up with snow right now. Yeah, yeah I know, Frankie man. Frankie's going to say no. <laughs> I'm like, man. Yeah, but if you got it, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you have to... You have to experience yeah. some type of uncomfortableness, you know, 100%. and you know what I mean? And, and where you're at right now in the situation you're, you're going through and the situation mm-hmm. you're getting yourself through, I mean, it's all correctable, but it's just going to take time because now you have to be in the comfortable, like actions and consequence, Another, right? Yeah. So everything that you did when you started to slow down, you didn't see it the second, but it was actually going to affect you in your, in your months to come. Mm-hmm. So every, everything doesn't have an impact right away. Mm-mm. It has an impact later. So like if I were to do something let's just say i did nothing today nothing meaning i did not post content i did not train i did not work out i just sat on the couch and laid there that's gonna bite me in the ass in the, like the next couple of days next couple of weeks or next in the months month. like and that's and I'm, that's gonna probably develop a habit i might do that again tomorrow without even noticing it right so and then another and couple then weeks now months now two months down the road a month down the road i'm like okay why am i so struggling what am I doing wrong? When I'm now, and then I had my phases where I would do good. And then again, I got comfortable and I, and I found the pattern. I'm okay, cool. When I started doing good again, then I'm okay. I'm not going to get comfortable. So I would keep pushing, keep pushing. And then I did like an extra month, an extra month and a half, maybe two months. And then I got comfortable. Oh, yep. And yeah, so it, it was just like that constantly up. And then there's times where I feel like, yeah, I got this. I'm but yet the it. times you were working so hard, consistency was mm-hmm. working with you, right? Yeah. It felt like everything was going good. So I'm like, okay, I can... I can chill a little bit and nope, that just, that just, there is no, there is no chilling. Mm-mm. If you're trying to be great at something, you're trying to achieve, you want to be, I'm, I'm here sitting on this couch. I'm on this podcast because AJ saw the work that I was putting in at the time of, I don't know what was I doing. I was constantly learning things, whatever I was oh, doing at that trainer, time. You're a great trainer, bro. But like, I was working. They made fun of you and you were a good trainer. You didn't care. Yeah. Cause you came in our friendship soft, right? Like way <laughs> different than me and Jordy. Yeah. Right, we me talk crap all all day. He was the shortest person in high school. I was the fattest person in high school. Right, so we had nothing but humor. But you know, I seen a lot of potential in you and what you do. A lot of people do. Yeah. Right. I haven't told you. I feel like some people even take you as a threat sometimes. How intelligent you are with your training, you know. But it just doesn't matter how intelligent someone is in one course in their one section of their life mm-hmm. because it needs a trickle in, into everything. Yeah. Right. Consistency is always going to be key. You ready for analogy? I just I came up with this new one and I've been t- saying today, Francie's been hearing me talk about this like a freaking broken record. But not every single person listening to me is on my is on my online coaching program. So I'm about to drop drop some for you right now. And how is breaking down consistency like this? You know, and I'm going to use you as like treating you like you're one of my clients right now. Right. So say if I gave you on Monday, mm-hmm. I gave you a thousand seeds to plant. Right. A thousand seeds to grow trees. Mm-hmm. And I gave you on Monday and you planted them. What would happen the next day? Nothing. Why? Because it takes time for them to grow. No, because you need to water them. You need to start watering them, right? You got to water your goals. You got to water. You got to continue consistently water and water and water in order for it to turn something, right? But if you water it consistent for seven days, what's going to happen? It'll start to grow. A little bit. No, nothing's going to happen. No? Because you won't see anything because everything's going to be growing. is going to be growing underground internally in you, Mm. right? So you're not going to get that instant gratification right away just because you water the seeds. For seven days, you're not going to get the instant gratification. You're not going to get a full on tree because you eat clean for five, six days. You're not going to get that instant gratification or for your, your tree to grow just because you went to the gym five days in a row. Right. Yeah. But with consistency, watering, 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 discipline. Right. Mm-hmm. When you go and water that seed, when you're tired that day, the kids are acting up. You you had a bad day. You're, you realize it, your check bounce, whatever it is, the discipline, right. Doing things you don't want to do. 
you keep watering over consistency, what's going to happen over time? Eventually, it starts to grow. Eventually, it's going to yeah. grow into something. But when it starts to grow into something, right, you have consistency, right? You have discipline, right? And now we're working towards accountability, right? Accountability is doing all those things no matter what, right? Accountability is you going out the water no matter what's going on around the outside mm-hmm. noise, right? And over you keep growing, as you keep growing, as you keep watering it with consistency, it grows, but it doesn't grow into a tree. It starts to sprout, but it's not a tree yet. It takes months, sometimes, well, years for trees, mm-hmm. right? But I'm talking about, you know, kind of going back and forth with analogy in life. That it takes months, it takes weeks, it takes years to really start seeing the growth that you want to see. But when that growth starts to come, you start branching out trees. That's like the compliments you get from people. That's the goodness you feel about yourself. And yeah. you stay consistent. Now you keep growing. And over time, over consistency, your tree starts to grow. Mm-hmm. And that's when change starts to happen, right? But it all started with what? Consistency, the Pl- discipline. Planting the seed. Accountability. And watering that bad boy, yeah. right? And that's what it is. Like, we don't give ourselves that time to let it grow, right? We water a couple days. We stick to our goals. We stick to our ambition. We, we switch to change our life around. We start going to church every day. We start praying. We start doing our mobility. We start going to the gym. We start eating clean for a couple of days. We water, water, water. And then we stop right before something's about to happen because we don't see something that's happening. But everything that's happening is underground, mm-hmm. right? Everything, the, 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 it starts sprouting underground before it starts popping out, right? Yeah. Well, everything's happening internally before it's going to start showing physically, right? But then we quit. And then once we start quitting, then we get mad and say it's not possible. It's too difficult. It's too hard. But we were right around the two, we were two days away from consistency from seeing the change. Mm-hmm. We didn't give ourselves a time, right? We didn't give ourselves a time. We want to quit, right? Because we, we, we just, I don't know what comes to our head. It's like, I only think I come is it's like easier to be lazy. You know it what I mean? Is, it really is easier to be lazy. Um, I think <clears throat> when I left, when I was at South Maid and I left to Elevation, I think that's where things started to change for me because I was around also other other trainers that were doing more than me. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it opened up more opportunities for me to uh, train different people. I was able to train uh, a professional bodybuilder. Never done that before. And that that elevated me. That, that honestly kind of helped me get out of a funk of like being lazy or like just being content because I'm like, I spoke this into existence. I said, when I moved to Vegas, I want to do that. I want to train a professional bodybuilder. Like I want to be good enough to be able to do that. And then when that happened, I was like, oh, shit. Damn, like, I'm working what towards you it. For. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is actually happening. Like, I'm, I'm working. There's times where, like you just said, we you got to keep watering. You got to keep watering. Sometimes you don't see it. And mm-hmm. for a while, I wasn't seeing it. I'm like, damn, like, am I even a good trainer? Can I do it? I know you keep saying it. But I was like, I I, I don't feel it. I, I, I fucking don't. And then that moment happened. I was like, oh, shit. It is working. Yeah, I, the work has to, has to keep going. And then training you, right? And then uh, I remember this was a goal of mine. I said, I want to be a trainer where I get to travel with someone and be their trainer. And I see AJ and I see Frankie, they're, they're family. So I never, like, put two and two together. Other people outside are looking at my life. They're like, damn, he's training AJ. He's training Frankie. And these people want to see him. And and we walk and people stop and Take I'm the one taking the photos, right? Yeah. <laughs> we go and then we started going to EOS and people are talking about his TikToks. He's uh making the comparison videos and him training. I'm like, oh damn, I filmed something. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, I was filming some of those. Like and people <laughs> are like stopping and asking for a photo. And to me, like, this is normal. But I'm like, and I was writing this down in my journal. I was like, holy shit, I'm really living the life that I'm saying I want to live. It's like I have to stop. It just it's I was crazy. in my head a it lot. It was right in front of you the whole entire it time. It was it's right in front of me the whole time. And I didn't realize all this stuff towards the end of the year when shit's like 
started to go for me and then other 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 things were getting in my head so it was just like fuck <laughs> just keep showing up stop stopping i'm in my head like john stop doing this shit you know yeah. what you need to do stop I'm like, all right now get my shit together then i had a talk a couple of days ago with the the whole team and you know felt like an intervention and stuff but <laughs> he it was needed intervention. you know it was needed because well, we want bro we want you know the the cool thing and i'm gonna say it and you know, hopefully there's other people that can say this about their team too and their friends too is that we want to see you win yeah and i would be a failure as a best friend as a friend than if i would let you go back when you weren't done yet right and like that would be absolutely insane mm -hmm. The only thing I wasn't mad at the situation. I was mad that you were running away from your problems instead of facing them head on and just saying, "Yo, I messed up. This is what's going on. This is a truth. How I need help." And uh, the what Paige is talking about is, I am currently getting evicted. I got from my apartment. I got I don't know probably like two days, three more days until I get that letter. So I'm still trying to figure it out. Getting clients, getting money coming in. Um, I'm going to be through it. So when we're on the next podcast, I'm like, yeah, I still got my apartment. Or if not, I'm probably going to be here with a queen size blow up bed that I'm going to pay $50 for it. $50, $50 a week. A week or something. <laughs> you can't, you know, we can't it, upgrade. It, you can't move back in me and then, and then upgrade to a queen more. That, that thing was not cheap from Costco. You know what I mean? But no, I know you're going to, you're, you're going to be fine. It's going to be yeah. good. It's a learning experience because a lot, a lot of it too was, I had ego. And I didn't believe I had ego. I believe I didn't believe I had pride. I thought I was part, like humble. Like I was humble. I had uh, some humility and stuff, but I felt like I didn't have ego. I thought everything was kind of towards me. Like I said, coming in here, I, I felt like I had to prove something. Mm. So already, it, I just I wasn't. It wasn't in the mindset of like I'm gonna be better than you. It was like I have to show you I'm gonna be good. Yeah. Some people don't think that I'm gonna do it, and some do. So I was like, I gotta prove it. Yeah. Okay. That makes and sense. So it was just like, all right, I'm gonna prove it. You know, there was no hate. There was like nothing. It was just I had to prove it. But the ego got in the way. So when I when I was getting help, I didn't want to really ask so much for help because I wanted to show that I can do it. Yeah. And sometimes like you, sometimes you 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 gotta like ask for help. Like you can't be afraid of it and or accept so, it. Or yeah, you gotta accept it because I was losing. Towards the end, I knew I was getting evicted, and then I had, I had a, a friend. Offered me an opportunity to, how you can say, it, be a head coach. Pretty much, it was to stop doing what I'm doing, live my dream, and kind of live someone else's. Yeah, and the, the which is insane side, for I what we know thinking. about you. The business side wasn't connecting, and I was just like, I'm getting evicted. I'm home. My parents are like, Yo, you live here. You don't got to pay rent. Get on your feet. Um, you know, I'm getting I'm getting kind of praised back at home. People are excited for me to come back home. So it was like, yeah, I think it makes sense. Like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, if I come back, I'm gonna struggle. It's gonna be hard. Like, but when every time I go back home, it's 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 easy. I'm back. It, it just feels easy. It's easy to get clients. It's yeah, easy you, to make money. Yep. But and then on the plane back, I was just like, fuck. There's something in me like I don't want to leave yet. I haven't done enough here. A year in Vegas was not enough. I lived, I did, I had a lot of fun. I learned a lot about myself. Too much fun. Yeah, a little too much. But it it wasn't, I just haven't, I didn't do enough. And um, I was uh, talking to one of our friends of Mikey, and I, he was someone I was talking to a lot. Um, I didn't tell AJ a lot of it because I felt like I was going to let him down. And because he helped me a lot. And I'm like, fuck, if I let him know I'm getting fucking evicted, like, what kind of fucking friend am I? Like, I'm a failure. Like, this guy brought me and I couldn't do it. 
and it was it was just hard to say it felt it was embarrassing to be honest you know i, I really felt like i failed him so i would talk to mike and get his perspective because he, he would allow me to see both and he'd have his and then they had a lunch a dinner a dinner with uh, north italiana that was yeah. fire and then uh, they told me to come by. Uh, well, that's when I got yeah. everything. That's yeah. when I got the truth, you know. And like, and it's something I've, I've always told you, man, like, you'll never let me down. Yeah. The only time you'll let me down is if you give up on yourself. And I tell my clients that. Like, it's genuinely true. Like, you can't let me down. I got too much faith in you for you to let me down, mm-hmm. right? Only way you're going to possibly let me down is if you let yourself down. The only way you're going to do to let yourself down is if you quit on yourself, yeah. right? Because, like, you just said something. It was difficult. It's hard. Like, that's life, bro. Like, if you you understand that there's times when we were at snowboarding while people were driving to work. Yeah, I right? remember that. Remember right? You remember that? that? Like we were chilling on a live on a Wednesday, snowboarding, not a care in the world. You know what I mean? When yeah. you were, you know, had to climb stuff like that. Now, obviously, looking back, we probably shouldn't have went so much. Well, you shouldn't have. I wouldn't go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's just like that. that not a lot of people get to live that life. Mm-hmm. Like, there's someone right now that's driving to work. And I'm not saying they hate their job, but I'm saying they have no choice but to drive to work. Yeah. Right? They couldn't take the day off if they wanted to. Like, for, for me to watch you go and throw your goals away to go appease or not appease, but go to become someone else is uh help for their goals and not your own mm-hmm. is absolutely insane. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But like, I hope this is a lesson that well learned for not only yourself, but people out there listening is like, sometimes you just have to face your fears because you don't know what's on the other side of that. You know what I mean? Cause if you sometimes could ask for help or you could start facing your fears right away, you start peeling those band-aids off right away. You don't know what's going to happen once you complete that task. Something amazing could be happening. Right. Yeah, talked about this on the last podcast where someone was avoiding the the program and stuff like that. Owed a lot of money to me, and I wiped off everything. I said, "Just stay in the program. Just now, your first payments in February 29th. Wiped off over almost a thousand dollars. God damn. Now he's still instead of him doing you know twelve months, we're adding six more months to the yeah. twelve. So he's still paid, but he still got those work those months for free. I didn't have to do that, but by him just showing up and actually picking up a phone call and talking to me and being real, yeah, he got help. Right, and sometimes you do need help. Like, sometimes you need someone to listen to you. That's why I do, I'm the coach that I am. That's why my phone is constantly open. That's why I've gotten seven text messages since we've been on this call. Mm-hmm. I mean, on this podcast. Because they know that they have someone to be there for them. And sometimes we don't forget, including myself, that not everyone has the lifestyle that we have where we have people we can actually depend on. There's someone that's moved to Vegas and had to move back home with their parents because they couldn't make it because they didn't have people they really want to see them win. Yeah. Or they weren't really to put in the work to stay to make it happen. And we know a couple of people like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like you don't have, you don't, you don't not have that. You have people that want to see you when they're willing to help you. But the people that want to see you win are people that want to see you in the right way. Yeah. Right. You're going to have to suffer. Right. One thing I told Francine when we started doing business, uh, businesses, she said, babe, like I want more, like I want, I want to, I want to run the, I want to run a business. First off, don't ever tell me you want to start a business. Because you know I you know what I do, right? Yeah. But I told her, I was like, hey, if you want to move into be an entrepreneur, there's certain things I can't protect you from, right? Stress, all the other stuff. And she knows she's had meltdowns plenty of times, mm-hmm. right? And the same thing with you, man. You're going to have them. I'm pretty sure you had plenty of meltdowns uh, in your house. I only picture you listening, eating a freaking tub of chocolate ice cream, crying to yourself in the mirror, bro, listening to freaking Drake. I go imagine that. You know what I mean? But we all have that, bro. And I have meltdowns too. And the cool thing is, is like, we'll all talk about that. Yeah. Like I even share with my clients, like, you think that I have meltdowns? You think I have my stuff together? I am no perfect than anyone else. I'm no better than anyone else. I am a human being. I just have a circle and I have the determination to want to be successful. And I'm willing to do, uh, the difference between me and someone not successful is that I'm willing to do anything to be successful. Like, I'm willing to do anything. If I have to work 24 hours out of 24 hours, I'll get it done. If I have to work while everyone's taking a break during October, November, December, I'm going to get it done. Right? I'm going to, and I would say anything. I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about, like, the right way. Yeah. 
right? But I will, that's the difference between me and someone that's not successful is that I'm willing to do anything to get it done because I cherish the life that I live because I know how it is to be broke. I know how it is to be unhappy. I know how it is to be, um, you know, doing a job that I don't want to do. I know how it is to be overweight. I know how it is to be depressed. I don't ever want to feel that again. So I'll do everything in my power that I need to do to never feel like that again because I never want to be that version of myself because that version of myself was the worst version of myself, you know? Yeah. And so now you're going through this situation and you're sharing this story. Yep. You know, and the and the thing that you should be telling yourself is this is the last time I stare share a story like this. 100 percent it's gonna be the last right. time. Especially because you could control everything yeah. that happened. You yeah. know what I mean? It wasn't yeah, like yeah. you know got struck by lightning or something <laughs> like that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, all yeah. this is I, I I put myself in this situation. Yeah. I honestly, you know what? I think after the show was where I kind of took took my foot off the gas, like November, December. I was I was actually Frankie too, don't worry about it. <laughs> I was uh well <laughs> I didn't you know what I would I would say November I was good I started to pick it up I was at the gym all day I would just stay there even if I don't have clients people are reaching out like hey you look busy and I'm like well I'm just actually staying here I look just, I'm like I look. Know, I look busy I was like because I was barely just starting at that gym and um people are noticing me and I was gonna get a client then um people were gonna reach out and then that's when I went to back to Cali for the holidays I ended up staying out there like a week and a half and then everything just as I was starting to do this again, I fucking I really went down. Yeah, and um, I I was kind of set on going back home, so I was like, no, I'm not gonna pay rent, I'm not gonna do this and that, and then I decided to stay, and then I put myself in a big hole. But I was like, you know, fuck it, I'll I'll, I'll have to own up to that. Like that's a decision yeah. I made. That's what I have to learn from because right? again, this is something I got to learn from. And I'm never gonna let this happen. This is gonna be a story because I know there's. I'm probably gonna meet someone down the line in, in my situation because then I can give my two cents. But then again, AJ's giving me a lot of like his, his stories. Like like I said, I never really, I didn't get to see him go through the struggle in the beginning. So he's always told me that, but it's kind of hard to like put myself in those shoes because I'm like I can't really feel that. And then now I'm going through it. And I'm like, ah, now I get what he's get saying. It. Like, fuck, this makes sense. But I had to go through it. And there are some some things I did, like I did, you know, I was able to listen to and be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm not going to do that because, yeah, AJ messed up. And that kind of sounds like I'm going to mess up there too. So well, let me do Thank that. You. But there's some other stuff where I'm like, I don't think you had to touch to the me. hot pot. Yeah, I'm like, you had to go and touch it. Like, oh, you said it's hot, but <laughs> I'm going to go touch it anyway. So just make I'm sure like, it's it'll still be hot. Fine. It'll be fine. And then, you know, AJ would get on me for like going to these events. And I'm like, bro, but it was free. A lot of stuff here in Vegas for me kind of happened for free. Like event. I went to EDC for free. I went to free. concerts for free. free. But he brought up, did you buy a drink? Yeah. Did you buy how many? I'm like, I bought two. Then I bought food. So that was like 30, 40, 50 bucks there. Um, EDC, I really didn't spend much. I spent like $20. Um, but there was other things that were free, but it did cost me time. It did cost me it is. from it wasn't free. waking up early the next day to either be able to train a client or because sometimes I would be like, hey, you know, or what? no I'm posting content, no posting content. Or if I did drink, I'll be hungover and then I'll be in a funk and I do anything Saturday. Then Sunday, try to pick it up. Maybe not even meal prep. If I went out on Saturday, I won't meal uh -oh. prep Sunday. Now I'm trying to catch up on Monday. Now I feel like yeah. I'm catching up to the whole week. So I remember you brought up this analogy when you were talking to your clients. It's like that one, what was it you would say? Like that one split decision you have to either do something that's going to push you forward to who do you want to be or push you away is going to affect either not just that night, it's going to affect the rest of the yeah. day, but it could go positive or negative. Mm -hmm. 
right? But you choosing to go to EDC, yes, it was free, technically, but it cost you time, and time yeah. is replaceable. It cannot you cannot replace time anymore. You would now once this we, this podcast is shot, that is forty five minutes of our time we'll never get back. Mm-hmm. We could rewatch it, but we never could get it back. Yeah. Right. And so when you chose to go to EDC, when you know you should be making content the next day, training clients, you now didn't just mess up that night and drink and wake up feeling disgusting. But now you ruin that next day because now you're not doing anything that day. Yeah. Right. So you go all day and you don't do anything. You don't meal prep for yourself. You don't train your clients. Now you're feeling lazy. And guess what? The next day you wake up, you don't wake up for cardio. Right now. Now you're day number three. Right. You went to CDC on Saturday. Now Sundays. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Well, whatever it might be. And that's what it is. It's that downhill spiral. It's those domino effects. Are you going to push them forward? Are you going to push them back? And people think that that bad decision they're making is only affecting that one that one situation mm-hmm. but it's really not that bad that bad situation or that bad decision is most likely a habit you're making to keep making them and then it affects the monday and then the tuesday and the wednesday maybe you get together on thursday and maybe you get to the other friday but then you drink on saturday and does monday and sunday now you're a type of person who only has two days out of seven mm-hmm. you're never going to win with winning two days out of seven that's uh that's what it's uh so failing right that's 20 that's a 10 percent, 20 percent. i don't yeah, know it's dyslexic like, bro i don't know I just give analogy, bro. I don't know what I mean. No, I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? And like, that's, that's just where, you know, that's, yeah. that when you're saying that, I was like, uh-oh, because I know my clients are there listening. Like, damn, my coach does know what he's talking about. Yep. Right? And I don't know everything, but I do know certain things. And the funny thing is I'm listening to him say all this stuff to all these people. So I'm hearing his clients, and then I'm hearing him. And my dumb ass still does the <laughs> shit. Like, you know, but it, it's just... No one's perfect, yeah. man. You know, we're humans. You know what I mean? You did turn, you know, failure into a lesson. You haven't turned into sex success story yet. But that's why it's, like, great to get on there and have this conversation, man. Because, mm-hmm. like, now, even though we can never get this time back, this 45 minutes back, at least you can go look back and on this day at this time. And this is what you're feeling. This is what you're going through. And now you have the choice today. Yeah. Like, everyone else listening right now, you have the choice today to make tomorrow a better one or tonight a better one whenever you're listening to this one better one moving forward like you have the choice right now in a couple months to be on this podcast with your own apartment with a new car with more mm-hmm. clients or whatever it is or you have the choice to stay on my on my couch for the next couple months until you have to go back home to california like the choice is yours right the what you put if you're not going to put work into making a cake and a freaking oreo is going to come out you put work in the cake a cake is going to come out yeah you put hard work into your clients and good results are going to come out. You give, you know, you give your knowledge, you give enough time to learn knowledge to become a good trainer, then a good trainer is going to come out, mm-hmm. right? You don't put in hard work and get nothing back. I'm sorry. And if you feel that you are putting in hard work and you're not getting anything back, I guarantee you're not putting in hard work. Yeah. You're talking about putting in hard work. You're saying you're putting in hard work. You're making on Instagram look like you're putting in hard work, but the proof is in the pudding, right? So what you put in and what you're going to get. You're never going to go and pick a pie and get a fucking Oreo out of it. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't Oreo believe, don't believe in, uh, social media. <laughs> don't believe in that shit <laughs> at all. That man's heartbroken. <laughs> but man, like, but, send uh, him off, bro. Like, I want you to like, kind of like send something. Like if you could talk to your old self, right? Your, mm-hmm. your six to 12 month ago, old self, right? That was in they thought he was in the hard part of of his yeah. of his Las Vegas trip, right? Because there's someone going through the similar yeah. situation, right? Someone that gets somewhere and then slows down and like, damn it, me and McDonald must be related, but no, you're not related. We're all like that, yeah. right? We just got to break that habit, break that circle. Like, what would you tell your old self before you made the mistakes that you end up making? Sacrifice, be willing to say no, be comfortable saying no to going out. Um, if it's not gonna, if you're not gonna make money from it, if you're not gonna learn from it. If it's not going to allow you um, to become better or help others, then wait on that. Because 
all that's still going to be there. The fun stuff is going to be there. The drinks, the partying, the the raves, the, the concerts, they will be there. Don't struggle and try to get your money together and, and spend it for one night and think like, you know, this is, these are memories. You got to make memories. I was in that headspace like, oh, I'm just making memories. Like we got, you know, one life. Like why not? It's still going to be there. Now I'm in my, my position. I'm like, damn, that's just still going to be there. That, all, everything that I did this year is going to be, is going to happen next year. It's going to happen this year now. So just lock into your work, put in the hours. Even if it feels like you're not moving or pushing forward, you are. You're doing more than the average person. Because if you look at it, a lot of people don't work out. People won't do cardio. People won't meal prep. They won't eat. They're going to go out and drink. Like if you're someone that is not drinking, yeah, just, just don't drink for a while. Uh, <laughs> I think you're talking to yourself about that. I'm talking one. to myself. This is myself. Like, don't, don't, don't drink. Like, what's the purpose of drinking? It's not gonna either you, you have to get fucked up to fill it. If you have one drink, you're not gonna fill it. And that drink, that alcohol is gonna do damage to our body. There is it doesn't do anything good. So just don't have it. Um, but just put in the work, perfect your craft, believe in yourself, and surround yourself with others that want to see you succeed. Cause I didn't I didn't really realize that until two days ago when I saw the team there. And they were all there having my back. Like it really, like this was, this was, yeah. And this was real. And I was like, damn, I'm, I'm, this is, yeah. I already knew, like, all right, this point right here, this is why I'm gonna be successful. I'm not gonna be successful alone. I'm gonna be successful because of my team. And you just, just fucking work and put your head down, and then enjoy your success later on. But right now, just, just grind. If you haven't put how long have you been at this? Well, it's social media or just my weight loss journey in social general? Social media, weight loss journey. Like I've been on social years? media since like 2011. Um, on and off, uh, I've been on my weight loss journey. I don't know. I've been, I posted my weight loss journey like probably three or four times in my entire life. This is like my fourth time of actually uh, staying to it. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this my whole life. I've, been, I've never, I've had two real jobs. So uh, I've been a DJ at a skate depot uh-huh. and I've been a manager at a vape store. Yeah. Every other month, every single penny I made other than those two jobs that were, did not last long. It was all made by my hands and my businesses, you know, and that, that took years, 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 years. So don't think shit's going to happen in one year, two years, three years. I, I'm already I've been a trainer for six years and I'm barely, I'm barely scratching the surface of where I want to be. Like I'm, I'm learning still. I still haven't made it. Now, um, I'm in a place where I can grow faster because I do have the people around me, but I worked for that, right? The work that I put in allowed me to be here. AJ saw something in me because of the work that I was putting in at that time, and it brought me here. And then it brought me to see other people because of the work that I continue to put in. So just keep putting in the work, and it's going to put you where you need to be to be successful. Do not chase the fast. The stuff was a gratitude, like instant gratification. gratification. Don't chase that. Let's go. That's not gonna. That's gonna do nothing for you, long term. That's, that's it. That's it. So long term success. Long term weight loss. Long term success. Uh, long, years. Long, yeah, years. Time. It's not. Fucking Stop saying overnight. weeks. Start saying months. And yeah. when you say months, start saying years. You know, at the end of the day, it's something that's you it. have to understand. Like when you listen to stuff like this, there is no success without accountability, right? There is no mm-hmm. success without discipline. There is no success without actually taking action and starting. And there's no success without, I have a brain fart. Just take action. (laughs) 
That's, accountability. I was going. I was on a roll. I had it going, and I, I messed my own self up. Oh, did I say accountability? Well, once again, there's no success without any of those things, and I'm not talking about success financially, right? That'll come. I am not. I'm talking about success mentally, right? I'm talking about mental success, re- mental richness. How do you look at yourself? How do you view yourself? When you look in the mirror, are you happy with what you see? When you look in the mirror, is your kids happy with what they see? All right. When they look at you, are they proud to call you mom? Are they proud to call you dad? When you look at your bank account, does it make you feel good? If the answer is no to any of those things, it's your obligation to get your shit together. All this get out there and win. And my my There's no way that this is real, man. It can't be.